Hello, welcome to another episode of So Fly. What's the date today? March? Today April. is April. April 4th? 14th. 14th. April 4th. <laughs> I am so late. Runs out for of everything. <laughs> I uh, need to leave. <laughs> I'm running really behind. Uh, my name is Mitch. We got Aldo here. Hey, how's it going? We got Yelma. Hey, Yelma here. And we're recording a really special episode today, live on location, for the second time in a row, actually, because last time we were at Drift Outfitters. And today we're at the Filson store in downtown Toronto. What's that address? 694 Queen Street West. Mama pajama. As if you know that off of uh, off of memory. I, don't, I have no idea where we are. I thought it was April 4th. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, really excited today to have a couple of returning guests on the show. We've got Trip Fontaine. Trip, how's it going? Hey, guys. I'm we've, great. We've got Alex as well. Alex? Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks, guys, for coming down. Yeah, thanks for making the trip into Toronto and uh, sitting in these comfy chairs. And we have an audience. We do. Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some beers going, too. What are we drinking today? Uh, well, I'm drinking a beer. Well, Everybody you're else drinking is a drinking beer. 40? Everyone else is drinking 40 Creek Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Trips in Creek it to win it right now. I am. Um, yeah, Copper yeah. Postel. And I think you guys are drinking what? Henderson? Henderson Brewing Company? Cameron's? Mike, what are you drinking over there? Well, I'm drinking... He's doing the Forty Creek. Oh, he's, he's drinking doing 40? The Forty Creek. Right yeah, he's feeling it too. Nice. Man, yeah. I like the Tendersons a lot too. This is really good. Nice. Um, well, we got a pretty exciting show. We actually have a new segment today that Yelma is going to be debuting called. What's Shit. it called? What's it called? <laughs> actually, I don't know what it's called. It's called Factor it Fishy. Factor Fishy with Yelma. It's called Factor Fishy with me. <laughs> it's going to be so good. I'm that so excited fishy. for it. Yeah. Um, it we also fishy. we got Mitchie's Fishies 5. You didn't do Mitchie's Fishies 5 last time, eh? I'm pretty sure I did. Did you? I, f- I felt it. Yeah, I remembered it. Okay, because I was I really impressed remember with if you. we did it or not, because I remember we did it with you. Yes, you uh, You were the first Mitchie's yeah, Fishies 5. Yeah. yeah, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. But we're going to do more Mitchie's Fishies 5 today, and we're also going to change up those questions. But also, what are we talking about today, most importantly? Well, Aldo? guys, it's 13 days until the season starts, the trout season whoop opens, whoop. which is exciting. Uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Tripp and Alex are uh, guides. They guide in southern Ontario. Um, so definitely they're excited to get back on the water and get back to work. We need money. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad. Book, book, book. But I think, uh, but I think also, uh, you know, no, everyone's just pretty pumped to get back on the water, back outside and back fishing Ontario waters anyway. We yeah. got to do some fishing recently. Mitch and you were in South Africa mm-hmm. recently fishing for rainbows, which was crazy. And I was in Pennsylvania and that was pretty mm-hmm. special. You know, I grew up in Pennsylvania. No way. I did. You grew up in Pennsylvania? I did Where? for nine You're years. American? What? No, funny. This is a fact for right. you guys. Here we go. Whoa, Here's here a we fishy go. fact. Um, I'm Canadian. I was born. Uh, I was born in Burlington. Here, when I was seven, we moved from Ottawa to Pennsylvania. So just outside of Reading. Were you born in Ottawa? No, I was born in Burlington. Right, you just said that. I did. But then you went to Ottawa. I did. I live there. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. Sorry. Mitch and I are from Ottawa. Yeah. And so is my sister, who's right there. Right, what's Hi. Going on? <laughs> so I lived in the Glebe on Second Ave. What? You guys know where that is? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, so I lived there for about two years till I was about seven. Um, and then, yeah, my stepdad is Scottish and got a job in Wymissing, Pennsylvania. That's so it's just outside of Reading. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. a little bit outside of Scranton as well, if anybody watches The Office. We do. Yeah, so a lot of jokes <laughs> there. And then my uh, we moved to North Carolina. Um, and so my family lives there for about 12 years now, and it's a good time. That's crazy. Did you guys fish when you were, did you fish when you were down there? No. You hadn't been fly fishing yet? No, I was only, well, I had been, but only where I live now on Pusslinch Lake here yeah, in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, and throughout the rivers with my dad. So yeah. it's a really dad oriented thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy, man. Like you were down there the same time we were in South Africa. Yeah. It was uh, a double, 
Double whammy. trip. Double whammy? It sure. was a double whammy. On That's a Monday awesome. two weeks ago, you were in South Africa in Cape Town yeah. catching wild rainbow trout. Yeah. At the same time, I was catching wild brown trout mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. That's gnarly, man. You guys are meant to be. Isn't that wild? It's wild. It was like the, probably the coolest thing that's going to happen this year. Well, I mean, it's Africa. That. And it's only April 4th. It's super yeah. cool, but we're going to have way more, way more amazing yeah. adventures. And we're going to talk about the trip to South Africa probably in the next episode because we're going to have that guide on the show. Awesome. Um, but oh. Yeah, today we're here Ooh, to talk about you guys. I want to hear about. Oh, I yeah. want to hear that story. We can oh, talk man. about you guys too. It's going to be good. No, we no, 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 we didn't like no, it a lot. We would love to do an episode where we interview you guys. Yeah. All right, we'll take it away, man. We're going to do it. Go go right now. Let's turn the tables right now. We're going to do some freaking SoFly fishy facts here. Whoa, that'd be crazy. You guys are blowing my mind right now. But we want to talk about trout opener today, right? Yeah, I want to talk about like the steps you take to you know start your season both like for yourself personally and maybe as guides as well and then we can talk about like how that applies to other people's seasons or like you know yeah and just talk about like you know how are we getting ready to fish basically are you guys ready mental. are you guys ready i am i'm ready you are? I'm feeling it what makes you feel ready trip the fact that this is like my life <laughs> so wait you're, but you're always ready then i'm always yeah. ready I'm so prepared. It's not even funny. How many like how many flies are you tying over the winter to feel prepared? Because you supply flies for your guide I do. for your clients, right? I am very like. Is that is that something every guide does? No, it's no, not right? actually. Right. Um, the other guides that I work with, uh, a couple of them do for the you know finicky fish that they're after, and they just you know are uh, bug specific for that time of year. But other than that, not so much. They're pretty much just. You know, they take what they can get and they, they use whatever, right? Um, that's with the sogging because the population of fish are so large. At times, you don't have to be so picky. But with me and at times in what I do and what we're targeting, I am very correct on the entomology and when and where I'm using it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for tying, I don't even know how many flies I'm in right now. I said today that... 150 yarnies. Yeah, the last week I did 150 yarnies in one sitting. And then... Jesus. Um, I was bugging him the whole bunch time. Of, bunch of <laughs> No pun intended. I start... Like, I start <laughs> with intruders intended. and yarnies. Uh, because for me, especially, we were right in a steelhead, and that's our main focus. So my first tie session will be all that type of stuff. And then as the season tapers off with steelhead, I become very specific for the first uh, approach at brown trout. Because then I'll do a fall one too while they return to do their migratory process, right? Right. So then after I'm tying a bunch of candy for steelhead, I get into very specific stuff for brown trout. And that can be very time consuming. But in all, like the amount of flies I will tie, (laughs) it just blow your mind because we all lose flies. We like lose crazy. multiple yeah. throughout yeah. a day. All of us do. And some days, yeah, you got to be prepared. Right. So your guiding season's already started. What's that? Has your guiding season started? Like, have you already got people booked up for guiding and you're getting ready to go take people out for steelhead? I think we, yeah, I'm booked solid for the month of May and June. Jeez. Um, nice. Yeah. So I, what you're saying is you're free for opening day? I generally, my Fishing boss day? is so nice that he's me open a day off to, no you know, way. just to get it out of my system. So I'm not <laughs> sitting there just twitching while all these other people are <laughs> getting fish. bent. Yeah, 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 yeah. He allows me to go out, get my fix, yep. and then 
I have to sit there for two months and watch everyone else do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a very generous thing on his behalf because I don't know if I could just jump right into the game right. and not get you know it out of my system while sitting there and seeing everyone else. Yep. <laughs> Alex, what are you like? What are your steps to getting ready? Well, it's it's different actually right now. Uh, funny enough, I. Last year, I was working 60, 70 hour weeks as a career Crazy. coach here in Toronto. Uh, yeah, I worked at a tech education school, which was unbelievable, changed my life. But, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a city girl. So I, I moved out of the city. The commute was five hours a day. So I resigned, actually, to really pursue the full time guide and building up my own career coaching practice. Uh, for folks that are looking to get in, but I'm actually tying them together. So right now, uh, to get prepared, I'm really just looking forward to finding folks that want to get out of the office and into the river. So a lot of these are going to be beginners or, you know, potentially intermediate people that really just want a different experience, you know, and not necessarily just centered around finding fish, uh, but, you know, wanting to curate an experience for them so they can find balance in their day. You know, and a lot of these people right now, I am targeting women. Uh, I find that they don't have a lot of activity right now. They do outside of the city, especially if they're in Toronto or KW. Um, you know, so I really want to build up quite a few women in fly fishing events or at least just get some folks on the river with me. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so my I'm actually um, being taught how to tie rigorously by this guy over here. Dope. He's not going to let me, you know, just... Mm -mm. No, no, he's not feeling it. So you that's what we've slipping been. Through the cracks with this. Like yeah, you're gonna sit down on that vice, and your fingers are gonna bleed. I, they already Whoa. are. Whoa. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think you've seen some pictures on our Instagram, you know, of us tying flies, and yeah. um, you know, but it's it's been fascinating. So it's really cool to to learn how to do that. So with with these folks as well, I'm I'm actually building up what's called um, Alex's packages. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. What's that? Yeah. I mean, these are these are curated experiences. So let's say somebody gets on the river and they're like, you know what, Alex, I, I freaking love this. You know, I want to I want to fish more and I want to actually learn from you. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually curating three packages for not only myself, but for calm waters, um, you know, to either do three lessons with three fly tying lessons. They get curated videos, educational videos and a breakdown of every single guide that I do with them. You know, so they're getting more into it. They're getting a fly box from me. Um, and it's something that they can remember, but actually become somebody who has confidence yeah. on yeah. the river. You know, you find that people don't want to do it or they don't know if they want to spend that kind of money just for one day. And um, I want to change that. You know, yeah. I really want to make it accessible and, and like they're, they're learning. So my, my preparation right now is really focusing on the customer and less on what I can do in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and cool. so what is it that they actually need? Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 I Alex's mean, packages. Yeah. APs. Really APs. working. APs. A couple APs. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm actually working with the, uh, with the titles, but I'm calling it our M series. So our most cool. curious fly fisher or, uh, most excited fly fisher, mm -hmm. cool. something like that. But yeah, yeah. Calm Wonders, I think is, is going to be really excited. To, to do this. To do this. Are you guys going to do another um, Women in Fly Fishing Day too this year? Yeah, yeah. Nice. So it's likely not going to be in the spring. It's probably yeah. going to be more of a summer one. So we'll mm -hmm. go for bass. Oh, yeah, uh, right. You know, just let the let the ladies relax a little bit. Yeah. It's warmer. It's not as freezing. Last year, you guys would remember, yeah. it was pretty chilly mm -hmm. in the morning. And they'll catch some fish. And they'll catch a fish, yeah. you know, and even well, if they to don't, it's, too, and it's so much fun. Go like for a swim. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So again, like this is, it's so much more. Fishing. 
It's yeah. the best, man. Oh, yeah. We were talking to Rob last week uh, at Drift, and he was saying how this season he wants to make it the summer of bass. He just wants to go bass fishing all the time. That's, that's, that's a great objective to have. That's a great idea, season. right? Because mm. the endless fun you can have with that. Yeah. I mean, I think bass are one of the most underrated species that we target here in Ontario. For 100%. I don't know why it is, but we don't have a large demographic of people actually going out and specifically targeting them. But with that being said, like if you only knew the excitement you could have and the success, mm -hmm. you would almost focus more specifically your whole summer on that and Absolutely. a lot of your seasons. Totally. The size of the bass and the saugeen too, where you guide is insane. Oh, and the Maitland. Yeah. And like with the Maitland too. Like, like, mm -hmm. Aldo, you remember that day that we did like the one section of the upper and like all of them sitting around. It, more turned, it turned into more or less a sexy brown trout day. Yeah. But you got to see some it's of the stuff. Crazy. Like, uh, Yeah. No, I saw the pictures. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But... Al like Mitch, Alex, and I, we spent a day on the river with their dad mm -hmm. um, fishing for bass, and that was super fun. It was. You yeah. know, it's, it's funny, actually. Bass, everybody always asks, what's your favorite fish, you know? And mm -hmm. everybody loves the trout, and I, I love them, definitely. But bass, they just, they get my heart pumping. You know, yeah. you're not expecting them to fight really well, but, I mean, I got to take a break if I catch a really big hog. And mm -hmm. um, I had one day, actually, last year, it's by myself in this section um, of the Maitland that, I've never seen another soul on, um, you know, so it's incredibly remote. You got to watch yourself because if you hurt yourself, you know, there's, you can't really be like, hey, help, <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't have a lot of service, right. um, you know, but I got to this one hole, caught this unbelievable bass. And while I was doing that, I had what actually my dad calls KT, killer. There you are. Oh, yeah. Come on. Hey. Uh, he calls this uh, turtle Katie for Killer turtle. Yeah. I'm fishing. I've got this fish on this big bass, beautiful toilet bowl hit. And this turtle is bumping me and it's massive. You know, it must be You're 70 weird. years old. And I'm casting I'm like, bud, a big snapping oh, turtle. Yeah. That's spooky. Like huge. So I, I get the fish in Katie's beside me and I'm like, God, I'm going to freak out you for a second. You would freak out. <laughs> I've seen that before. So Yoma I would die. Yoma would die. Yoma was locking You're the door in the cabin to try to keep the yeah. bears out. And we're like, when we were up north, we're like, no, I don't know if that'll do but it. But it was wild. You know, I'm waist deep, right? Yeah. So I'm waist deep. I've got this killer turtle in and around me. I let the fish off. I walk back up. I'm done for the moment. My arm's hurting. I almost step on a beaver. Oh, beavers are scary, man. Oh, this thing was like, hey. What? Beavers are scary. They are. They are. This thing oh, was yeah. slapping They're its tail. Rodents. They're deadly. Yeah. Yo, I almost Look. caught a beaver one time. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like a kid and I was jigging outside of the side of a canoe and I was kind of bored. There's a lot of jokes there. This isn't a kid. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah, okay. This is like an animal beaver. Yeah. Is. And I was, <laughs> is this a true or false? Like this is a true. This is a true. This is a true? I was okay. jigging the jig. I was doing a jig over the side of the boat and this big furry beaver came up to the, to the jig and I like, I didn't know what it was because it was the water was like moving it. It looked like a friggin' monster and I pulled the jig <laughs> out of the water and it almost went for the lure. It is a monster. And I was like, it, I was like, what the heck was that? And then 10 minutes later, I was like, oh, it's a beaver. Yeah. But also on uh, the Grand River too, those things like, they are pretty territorial, man. They freak you right out. Oh yeah, well, oh, they, no, they're they super intense. slap their tail from a mile away. Yeah. They, they, know, they know you're coming. They're big. Yeah. Oh, they do. I think uh, actually in that same area, my dad had said that the beaver had run down the bank and yeah. actually bumped him on his side because they get really territorial Whoa. and aggressive. Dang. And, but I was there and I'm like, God, I just literally almost got mauled by a killer turtle. And yeah. now I almost got mauled again yeah. by a killer beaver. Dang. So it was one of the best <laughs> days I've ever had, let's wild. be honest. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Very cool. A lot of risk involved there. It's so uh, Canadian. I'm risky. I'm risky. And I don't think there's an adventure without risk. 
Yeah. Oh. Trip. We got so we got Trout coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And Alex. What so this is what I kinda wanna know right now. Is like we get to the river on Trout Opener and what, what are your what is your plan of attack? Like how, how do you decide to go about fishing that day? Like this, what are you gonna do? This is you, you not the, for your clients. Yeah, you got the day Personally? off. Personally? Yeah, you have the day oh. off. You're doing trout opener. Like what what's your plan? We're together, aren't we on trout opener? We are. What are you guys uh, gonna do? Well thanks for the invite. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. Sorry, guys. Because I can't fish? You guys know (laughs) it's an open (laughs) door. You just text and say, I'm coming, like, any of you. That's it. But Where are you guys fishing on Tread Opener? With this this opener, we're going to focus on steelhead for the mid-morning, and then we're going to go and we're not even going to fish. We are going to go and pick out what we're going to spend our time personally targeting. So, personally, me, uh... I get my fix from steelhead. Oh, you know, I'll catch a couple fish, and then my month of May is basically watching water subside and hunting for prospects in which I'm going to target first week of June. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're planning like... Yeah, I'm planning and prepping. I'm not out there just flinging flies around hoping for the best. Yeah. I'm out there strategically breaking things down. Uh, like, And we're talking personally again because yeah. I like to get my fix too. Yeah. So I'm out there looking for specific fish in which I want to spend the time in and trying to make the connection with. And that will take up my month of May. I might not even make a cast for Brown in the month of May and I'll wait until those first two weeks of June when everything just sort of falls in place temperature wise, fly wise and that's when I'll start to take a crack at the first few prospects I have. I can't stress it enough what it is to actually take the time to get to know what it is you're after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything in life. I fully agree. <laughs> actually, it's oh. funny. Fish being specific right now. <laughs> and where to fish, right? And like learn it. the rivers, like get to know yeah. the rivers. Try not to waste time, yeah. right? Like it's valuable. And so go out and do the homework before you make the commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had a rough winter, guys, you know, and so that's exactly what I'm going to be focusing on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make some casts and I, I love browns, you know, I'd love steelhead, but it's, they're just unbelievable. However, we had a rough winter, you know, it's, it was cold and it was icy, you know, Gross. so those rivers are changing, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you got to just coming off of what Trip was saying, you know, you've really got to take a moment and sit there and learn what it turned into mm-hmm. you know the riverbeds right. and everything the flows they all change every single year so true. and it's uh especially with people i'm going to be guiding this year you know i i really want them to focus on that you know what's the water strategy mm-hmm. what are you going to take so do you do so since that happens every year like annually do you go out before obviously right you go out before you check it out and do all your i homework do always and, check yeah. in the rivers yeah, yeah. i have been fishing since january 1st yeah. in the sections that you can but i've also been walking the sections that you can't fish just right. to strategically know mm-hmm. what i am you know getting ready for like because right. when push comes to shove and you just get right into the boat and go you want to be game on and prepared for it. So I will take time in my area and I will go out and I will prospect just on those subtle changes in which ice has shifted, yeah. rock location, mm-hmm. sandbar, everything, right? Because it happens every year, especially on yeah. larger bodies of water. It's They're just yeah. new rivers. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. And that is a big advantage to get to know again what it is you're after. And yeah. how, how long does that usually take? Like cause the whole like a month to kind of check it out or it's just a day trip when you guys the whole year. Yeah, yeah it takes a long time <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, i mean okay. it's all circumstantial to the section you're fishing right, like right, in right. my area where i am and i do a lot of my guiding like it's it's hundreds of kilometers of, yeah. of area right and 
for me, like it becomes speci or species specific. Like mm -hmm. steelhead, I'm it's a lot faster. Uh, brown trout and brook trout becomes a little more specific, and mm -hmm. then getting in and working or looking over those areas becomes a lot harder than just walking the main stem of the river because you have to go up into the tributary areas, right, or like yeah. those tighter headwaters, mm -hmm. where at this time of year the water actually isn't at the level in which it's going to be when you're out there. But you're just you're always just taking note of how the infrastructure has changed at large, right? right. And yeah. then you start, m the more times you go out, you start to see more and more and more until there it is. And then you look for fish. So technical. Well, totally. You go I mean, out and fish it. It's like yeah. you you want to really, you want to yeah. find these before you cast for mm -hmm. them a lot of the time. And yeah. Well, it's funny. I mean, even the, the shelves will change, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're, it does take all year, you know, every single season, every different species, you know, even the bass, the shelves will mm -hmm. change and they'll right. have new areas. Yeah. It's like an ongoing. Know. The bass yeah. on the Saugeen is yeah. a very interesting thing with infrastructure change, and especially through a lot of the relevant sections in which you target it. Um, specifically, one section last year had a massive mudslide that went through it. That changes everything. And it changed <laughs> everything. <laughs> because with that, we there was a lot of uh, sediment change. Like, a lot of the fish won't mm -hmm. hunker in those areas where there's a lot of mineral sediment being pushed through the water because, like, the clay is breaking down and everything. And they'll back off. So, like, there's, like, a zone in which it's not even worth targeting even though the infrastructure is there and everything just the the water quality itself has deterred those fish from actually holding in that area anymore and they've, they've backed off mm -hmm. which you would assume when looking at it it's like oh this is just a cesspool of fish right like yeah. look at everything we have here this mudslide came across the river there's now trees down there's just mm -hmm. like boulders everywhere mm -hmm. so speaking of the applicable. mudslide how and this is the resident entomologist how would that change what the bugs are doing well sometimes that can deter like the great question the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, really good question i'm interviewing really you insects are Please. one of the biggest yeah. indicators of water quality and if you don't have a lot of bugs repopulating in that certain area then you aren't going to have a lot of fish that are coming around to check it out yeah and that's a big thing like uh water quality with insects mm -hmm. i think is, is another thing to take more note on at times too like the fewer the bugs, the less fish. The, mm. they, they follow biomass. Like True. It, yeah, it, makes sense. That's how they are, right? This no, is so but, fun. Yeah. No, that's a really good this. point because, like, I remember last year, like, when we were, you know, we get a chance to fish with Mitch's Uncle Joe and his friends a lot who have been fishing. I love you, crab. Joe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And it, Joe's great and his friends are great and they've been fishing the credit forever, you know, and... Uh, and we're getting to know it a lot better, you know, for sure. But, uh, you know, they're for, we, we fished opening day with them last year. And they're like, oh, this tree's in a different place. Or this rock wasn't yeah. there last year. It's been there for the past four years. And, like, and even I was noticing, I was like, oh, that log that I can always count on mm -hmm. to break the current in a certain way is now gone. Mm -hmm. So now yeah. then your whole strategy becomes different, right? Because now it's a completely different place. Yeah. Maybe there's no fish there at all anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your honey yeah. hole all of a sudden That's is yeah. like, a barren wasteland of uselessness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what a valuable piece of information to have. Right? Yeah. I mean, because again, you kinda have to don't like waste let, time. You almost yeah. have to like let go of what you thought your favorite spot was. You're like, yeah. what, what it was isn't what it is anymore, right? Yeah. You're, like, you're like, oh, I can always count that I know there's a fish behind that. And then it's like, oh, but there isn't a fish behind the rock because there is no more rock, right? <laughs> yeah. So you have to like relearn. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's so awesome about fishing, right? It's like a river or any kind of body of water is a living thing and it changes over time and... You have to change with it, and I think that's really cool. That's what makes this right. sport so interesting, right? You know, yeah. it's funny you say that, because I, I think often, you know, and it's really difficult not to get intimidated in this sport, you know, and the rivers are totally alive. And every single year, just as we've been saying, 
you turn into a brand new fisherman, you know, so you can be a guide and you can get out there and be like, I know exactly what to do. But you and, and us as guides, we have to learn everything starting from day one mm-hmm. again. And it yeah. never stops all throughout the seasons, like we were saying. And you got to be honest about that. You know, your customers, obviously, they want to get into fish. But the more that they know that this happens, the better fishermen they will be. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it's actually trying to break that down and get vulnerable. Say, we're just relearning the rivers as well because of what happens. Educate on that. And then you're not only helping with conservation, but really getting them to know what the sport is and that they are alive. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, too, though, there's that, there's like Bill, um, who we've had on the show before, and everybody knows Bill, and mm-hmm. he's just Bill in Ontario. It's kind of <laughs> like Cher. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but he, he always says, like, fish the river in the river, right? And all these guys do, like Joe and, and uh, James Bond and all these, like, guys that have been fishing these areas James, for so James long. Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. Uh, shout out to James. Hey, oh, James. 007 James. James is the best. James is yeah, the best. He's James like the is. nicest guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing Dude, bamboo builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, that's his name. I know. <laughs> so wack, eh? But he is. Like, he lives up to it. Like, he's the coolest dude ever. Um, but they always say, like, fish the river in the river. And, like... And there's, there's certain spots where the fish, they say, uh, these guys always say like right where they've always been, you know, like in, in the, in the, in the sort of like the pools at the bottom of the river that don't change year to year, um, you can find fish hanging out, you know? So it's like, it's interesting too that, you know, obviously structure and stuff changes, but there are pools and runs where fish, they're, they're sort of just always like hanging out, you know, Mm -hmm. at least on the credit, uh, you know, like in the grand, the rivers that we fish a lot. I love the credit. Yeah. I really got to know it last year and I've never special place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really tight, you know, so you gotta be really careful, take a really nice three weight out there and Mm -hmm. try not to fall. That's what I did this, uh, (laughs) this year and snap my rod. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah, that'll happen. Sorry, Brad. Yeah. (laughs) But it was, um, it's it's magical actually yeah. special place different like yeah like it's very wild up there and you're mm-hmm. like what 40 minutes from downtown toronto it's a little frustrating it's frustrating yeah oh it's tough it's like there's technical spooky trout there fishing, yeah. right? and like, there's yeah. not many fish so like you know you're fishing over fish that people fished over early that day all you know, the time which is awesome. well there's and insane pressure too right yeah. like that's actually one thing we noticed in south africa we were talking to our guide down there and we're like man the rivers we fish the pressure he's just like yeah they have beats, right? So it's like, it's really like um, organized, right? Like you, you can't have like people fishing like the beat at the same time. And it's like, you, you, you can't just show up and fish wherever you want. Yeah. You yeah. have to kind of organize yourselves and it's like, and there's less fly fishermen down there as well, just in general, especially fishing the mountain streams, like they're going to the salt and stuff. But it's like here, it's like, they just, these fish just get like so hit. Yeah. And know? this is why I'm convinced flying rivers from Ontario are better than anywhere else. <laughs> because they have bold, to, they're forced bold to. Bold statement. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you mean. Our like, fish population, like I just came back from Pennsylvania. The fish population in Spring Creek is like something absurd, like 20,000, 40,000 trout per river mile. Mm-hmm. Like no, These it's, are wild it's trout. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like what? What's our fish population? Like a couple hundred? 40? Ten. Where fish. I am, it might be one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fish. But you watch. There's like one fish. Can you get him. You've got four months. Good luck. <laughs> it's true though. It's, it's your like, turn to get him today. <laughs> <laughs> it can it can feel like that sometimes. Yeah. You know. So like our fish populations aren't great. I mean, you know, they're protected rivers, which is great. They're you know credit river. They're wild, which is great. Um, but there just aren't as many fish. Like, There's ways we can improve. Of course. Yeah. Gosh, it's so funny. It triples. Show me a picture, and he'd be like. You see that dot? That fish was from two years ago. Oh yeah. You know, but he know he knows them yeah. from just oh, their yeah. their spots. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's personal. good to know. That's really good to know. Yeah. Personal relationship with a lot of these yeah. fish, and I've never seen anything like it. Uh, It'd be awesome to start tagging them. 
Yeah. Is. Yeah. But you know, like it's the markings are there, right? You don't you don't really need to need target to them. They're very localized fish. I mean, yeah. they don't venture unless they're threatened or pressured, right? But mm-hmm. you can tell with markings if you get a photo. I could show you right now photos of like the same fish caught from different periods and stuff. Yeah. It's like you can you can tag them by markings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, that's enough to understand. Well, the nice thing to know is catch and release works when done it does. properly. It does. And that is one of the biggest eye openers I personally had while going into this industry about how it actually does work. That it, it's, it's so beneficial. It's not even funny. And I hate people that want to chirp me for that and say that it's so We just ran into on. that. Yeah. Oh, what really? Do you, what do you mean? Yeah. What happened? We won't, yeah, we won't discuss any names or places. Of course but not. But yeah, it was like quite a, quite a debate on it. And <laughs> Well, when like I was in Beefords, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what else do you guys do to like help um, the rivers and like the conservation when you're guiding? Like, what what do you do to tell your guests or your you know when they come out? Trash pickup, yeah, constantly. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trash always take out more than yeah. what you came in with. Barbless hooks, dude. Like, yes, always. Well, yes, yes. I'm a firm like I, I will push barbless hooks, but I personally don't use them at times. Like, mm-hmm. I like to get that fish in especially steelhead and stuff like right away. I'm plugging my ears. I will push that, but it's not a protocol in which I like advocate for a hundred percent. Like sometimes a barb does do a lot more justice for your catch and release than it does not. Like, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's not as destructive. Like, you know, a barb on like a four inch brook trout. If you look at a lot of these companies hooks, like if you're like a very avid fly tire and you get, down to the nitty gritty with these companies, they they have whisper barbs and stuff that it's it's not even noticeable. Like there's just a tiny little fleck of steel that sticks out. Yeah. That you you gotta really look for, right? It makes so, a I big mean, difference though. And that does. Just that subtle little nick can do a lot. And I mean when you catch these, you wanna get them in as fast as you can. You don't want to play them. And that's the thing with barbless. Like you're very um particular on how you fight it because you're wanting to get it in. And sometimes you're fighting them a lot longer than you should be and with mm, with a barbed hook you though. can you can get them in quite fast and that's a big yeah. thing with steelhead like those fish that come in from the lake and they get into the river system there are bladders are all you know getting adjusted and stuff and you just want to get them in as quick as possible you don't want to be thinking like oh i gotta fight this a certain way position my rod mm-hmm. really milk it because i'm fishing barbless right now yeah and i want the success like if you just have that minute little security of a you know barb yeah it, it's justifiable, in my opinion. So when it comes to catch and release, though, because that, that's an interesting thing, getting mm-hmm. the fish in quick, and then obviously catch and release, like what do you think is the, like what's, what's like the most important aspect of catch and release? Don't let your fish's head yeah. hit the ground. Don't be letting it thrash and bounce around. I can't stress enough how fragile their little craniums are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And most deaths attributed to catch and, or like, uh, you know, catch and release will be because you've concussed the fish. Mm. And so to get it in in a little deeper water, you know, opposed yeah. to shallower water where it has that ability to almost like have bump a, itself. Yeah, is very important in my opinion. Like, yeah. I think that's personally the the most underlying thing. Don't let their heads hit stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, that get them in, and you know, the one two like pick up photo release type yeah. thing. But keep just it in the water. Watch their heads keep as much wet. as possible. Yeah. Right. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take too long taking a picture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And try not to touch them too much. You yeah. Know, they've mm-hmm. got that, yeah, that slime on them. That's their bellies and their tails. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. like the yeah, like I see people sometimes holding fish and just like thing. squeezing yeah. them like so hard. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. like Ooh, squeezing. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make a great picture either. It's like, what are you doing? Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's better just release the thing, yeah, man. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. Like you know? one of the best advice I've gotten from a DOP is uh, you know, like when we're shooting and we cut off someone's head, it's like 
well, people know that people have heads. You know what I mean? If you catch, if you take Whatever. a pig, take a picture of the fish. If you don't catch all of it, you know, catch a little bit. You know, yeah. it's not worth. People know what a fish the, is. You know, yeah. the yeah. death of yeah. this, these things that we want to continuously that catch. Instagram, you know? like, true. here's Get the thing. Yeah. You know, honestly, though, you know, a lot of fly fishing right now is coming down to the gram. You know, did you get the picture? Did you post it? How good does it look? It's really hard to get that f- picture, especially if you're by yourself, you know? Mm. So it's, I mean, Trip is a friggin' pro at it. He's got a little setup that he, yep. that he does. But you are do. the selfie king. Yeah. Yeah. I do. It's yeah. crazy. I got a little setup that, yeah, has <laughs> <figured> that <laughs> benefited me quite well. But it's still, it's very quick and efficient. But anyways, yeah. Alex. No, I'm I just saying that the point <laughs> is that... <laughs> He's amazing, but it's not all about the picture, right? You know, so if, if you're like, I have to handle this fish way too much in order to get a photo, or if you see somebody, if you see a guide or whatever, you know, just just let it go, you know, really feel the moment and understand it. You don't need the picture. You can get one next time because you're becoming a great fisherman if you don't learn how to do it properly. It yeah. takes time. So yeah, exactly, help each yeah. other out. You know, when you're in areas of large population on the river, and you know you got guys around you catching fish, and you see like single guys doing it, trying to do it all themselves, help them out, give a helping hand, mm-hmm. land a fish for someone. Totally. It's so right? much fun yeah. landing fish. And take oh, the photo so for fun. them. Don't expect you take know the these people to do it all personally because yeah. that's where it starts to get a little iffy. Is when yeah. you got one guy trying to do all this stuff at once. Exactly. Yeah. And when I'm at certain locations where there is a high population of people, I love stepping out of the way and being like, you know, let me do this for you. Let's make this quick and efficient, and that fish is back and safe yeah and you didn't really f anything up yeah exactly because i watch some people personally like struggle at large just even with netting the fish yeah and at that point once it's gone through that abuse you know i hate to say it but it's like that yeah. fish would taste better than yeah chances are it's not going great. back and rot and i mean like yeah. just enjoy it but you should have seen <laughs> yeah. yoma last year land a brown trout on the credit i think it was on for opening me day. Yeah. yeah on opening day opening speaking day, of opening yeah. day that was awesome Yoma's awesome. mind like split was that a squirm yeah. day too Squirm Nation. That I think was it was the squirmy, squirmy, yeah. yeah. Was squirmy day. <laughs> you know, this video of it, he like, I've never seen him scream like that. He yeah. likes, he like, <laughs> you can sad. scream. Catch it next well, time. Like, yeah, because, yeah, because, birds know. flew out of trees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the monkey were happy that day. The cops, yeah. the cops yeah. showed up. You're a very it. collective person. I can't see you just going, ah. That's, yeah, that's why it was, that's why it was so amazing. Yeah. I hooked this big fish, like a, a good fish, right? And I'm down the river and all those yelling, yo, I'll come. I was like, you got to net this for me. <laughs> you need a t-shirt yeah. that says that. On that yeah. point, you know, like, <laughs> and ask for help too. Like, don't, yeah. you know, check the ego, ask for help yes, kind of thing. Ask. Yeah. Yes, You know, check the ego and be like, I can't totally. do it by myself. Well, yeah. Your fish. Oh, yeah. That sexy brown on the BB. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we plotted and planned that all out. We executed it, but... We, one thing we did not do, which is an epic fail on some people, especially a guide part, is we didn't have a is net. I didn't plan the execution. Oh, we had the net. I didn't plan how we were going to land that fish. I planned how you were going to catch it, but I didn't plan how we were going to. And I True. have a little video where that fish actually got wrapped up on a big cedar tree in front of us because we had to cast over yeah, yeah. that tree into the pool. And when mm-hmm. you're fighting it, it was about 30, 40 feet in front of us. Like, not a. Jesus. Not was it on a dry? It was on stream. Oh, it was like the most yeah. amazing oh. moment of my life. So what was it? What happened? <laughs> what's, the de- what's the deal? So <laughs> I haven't heard about this. Well, I think we did. That whole afternoon was, was yeah. magic. I've heard the story multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It was a really good. It was a really good day. Like Trip and I, we got booked to guide. Yeah, um, sexy corporate. Yeah, we got booked to guide a corporate. Like I think they were like a, an accounting firm. With JP. Yeah, your dad. Yep. Your, Alex, your dad's nice, it up. Nice. And um, <laughs> shout and, out, hi dad. Uh, you know, we spent half. Those corporate days are half days. So usually off the water by like two, three o'clock. Um, 
right? Yeah. yeah. After well, lunch kind of thing? You're yeah, like, we were like off later. at 2 o'clock, yeah. yeah. And then Trip was like, you uh, want to go fish the... I'm going to go with the sardine, fish the sardine. I was you like, want to go into the woods with me alone? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we get there, and like this section of the sardine is like, it's like clear. It's like news. Like I would, uh, d- I would call it a lot like what you would think New Zealand gets a lot of press right, for. Clear like water. Clear water. Not a lot of fish. Just one run, really big fish. Yeah. In each run. Yeah. And it was like the water was lower, so it was clear. And, and but you could cold see you could sp- still. We were marking yeah. like 12, 14 degrees oh, all the way cold. through. Oh, super cold. Super cold. But you could see the fish is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you'd be like, okay, like we were picking our Yeah, sight fishing for them. So then we turn the corner and come up to this log jam and then trip. Oh, and, and this goes back to like prospecting, right? It's like a lot of these fish become my friends. And it's like when I <laughs> when I take someone out, I'm able to like, you know. It's Todd. Dip, yeah. Todd. <laughs> I'm able to <laughs> introduce you to it because, because I know it's there and I know what it's doing. And I, not to be like, you know, pompous or ego, egomaniacal with this, but it's like I called that, right? Like I said exactly noted. how hey, yeah, noted. this exactly. was going to go out and what, yeah. you know, what to do to execute this. It happened this. exactly yeah. like he said it was going to happen. Yeah, well, you know. So Literally, what happened? Like, you cast it behind a tree? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. my boy. So <laughs> it was this beautiful wide bank of slow-moving water, like yeah. this dog elbow, this nice fast run of white water just hits and penetrates against this wall, bounces off. There's a nice undercut uh, set of roots, like a yeah. nice tree on the, the bank, and then the water is dug against this bank and created this beautiful little swell of water. Yeah. And there's He doesn't really remember it that well. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the Obviously. video like three <laughs> nights ago. I, yeah. I've watched the video on my phone like several times if you land because it's a beautiful Always land thing. Bed. Like I, I love just that land and it and, and it's experience because not very many people have to deal with that. Yeah, and yeah, we did it. Awesome. We got it. Sorry I cut you off. But so <laughs> I bring him to the spot and there's this beautiful, you know, dog elbow. The current bounces off under this log. I've watched this fish quite a few times. And I said, okay, this fish is facing like not on the same upstream that the current's hitting. It's facing, you know, against like the wall. Yeah. So you got to make your cast upstream and you're going to want to be able for its like right eye to see you and pull it out and around. So when that fly goes down, you mend, let it swing across to pull the fish out. You do strip, strip. You'll see the fish, let it drop and the fish will turn and take it, yeah. set the hook. Every single thing that I just said there, he did That's what happened. flawlessly. And the results were there. He took the fish. It was, it insane, was as man. simple That's as so that. Nuts. It was like I was like I I mend the fly line, and he said like like he said he's like you're gonna mend the fly line, and then you're gonna see it's the very fish. Very well illustrated. I, I mended the I mended the line. Sorry, Aldo. I'll talk it. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you look great. Did you get your beard done <laughs> for this it, podcast? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I think you did. Yeah, you did. You went to the barber Shaped. before this. Oh, you know. This is why I came here so I could watch this. Wore his new Nikes. <laughs> How big was the fish? This is your brother. Oh, uh, it was like I a was 22. Like, yeah, 22 Beauty brown. brown. Beautiful, three, brown. four pound. And, and yeah. that's like being So I meant, I meant the fish comes up. Yeah. Strip, strip. He takes a, takes a fly. Yeah. I was like, I, 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 he came out from the log jam and I think I actually said, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's the mark of an incredible guy, but also a great fisherman. Yeah. You, know? That's it. Like, you guys are a big team. That's it. It is. Yeah. It's like we did make a great team. Nice. Like how that all unfolded, it was just, it was poetically beautiful. It was very romantic. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Just, 
You guys are yeah. too much together. And then we, we crushed are. some beers. And then we did. That's all, <laughs> the rest of the day, that's all we did, right? We we had that experience. And yeah, why, we're kind of why try to top that, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. We just kind of walked the just, river, half-heartedly yeah. casting, and so just crushing bush outdoors. Yeah, yeah we got to definitely do some <laughs> so fishing outdoorsy. that way. That was it. We crushed bush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I slept in my car. Stop yeah. it. Because <laughs> I was too drunk to drive home. Amazing. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, Yilma. You've got a new segment coming up, and I think it might be, he's working the camera right now, but I think it's time for Yilman to do his new segment. I'm, like, really excited for it. I'm so excited for this new segment. So the idea behind this new segment is Yilma is going to read four fishing stories, okay, that he's found on the internet. Well, two that he's found on the internet and two that he's made up. And then he's going to ask us if they're true or false, and we're going to say if they're true or false (laughs) and um, try to guess what they are. What's the name of the segment? It's a new segment called called Yilma's... Fact or fishy? Fact or fishy with Yilmi? Yilmi's fact or fishy? I don't like Yilmi. Yilmi. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yilma, take it away, man. Oh, wait, it's happening right now? Yeah, it's happening right now. <laughs> that was us introducing As opposed to later? <laughs> what about Yilmalicious? Yilmalicious. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Nailed it. Jesus so we'll do, we'll do one story at a time, and we'll guess what other... I know the answers already, because I edited, I proofread these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you guys, like, go for it, you it's, know? Yeah. Actually, I kind of forgot. What Graphic was designer problem. Fact or fishy? Okay. Uh, okay. So, do you remember which ones are factor fish? I do. Well, <laughs> it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- Yuma, this is the first one. You got to give a good intro. I feel like I could just chirp right now. So just, just yeah, give no, it to this us. Is all, this, is, this is what it's all about. It's 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 comedic. It's it's <laughs> uh, comic relief. You know? If you want, I don't know. No, it should be. <laughs> all right. I don't want Gab to have all the laughs. <laughs> give us a good intro. Okay. So this is Yuma's fact or fishy. Nice. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right? Hit us. What was okay. that? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, like, w- the news, you know, when they do that, like, special, like, you know. Dun, dun, dun. You know? Bing, 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 bing. I, I guess. Know, man. Okay, anyways, okay. Only old people watch the news. Maybe. I'm not, deb- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in your 40s. Yeah, Mitch calls me baby boomer. Okay. Uh, He's a baby boomer. True or false? <laughs> okay. True or false? You mean okay. fact or fishy? Fact or fishy. Well, uh, Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Fact or fishy? Uh, number let's, one. Let's land the plane. Okay, wait, wait. Who's answering? Is everybody in the audience going to be answering? I guess? Me first. Yeah, we'll, we'll all just like make a collective vote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Th- 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 and our th- guests. Th- yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, number one. Fact or fishy? A man went fishing with his girlfriend in New Mexico. He ended up catching a fish, pulling it up to the boat and pulling an engagement ring out of its mouth. Super false. Whoa. Fact. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not done. Oh. There's another sentence. Sorry, There's sorry. More? I'm just mad at the story. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan in the audience. Just fact. <laughs> fact trip. It's fact. Shotguns of beer. He <laughs> proposed, and okay. as it turns out, the whole thing was set up before with a dead fish. Fact or fishy? Well, if that's true, that's a dis- really weird proposal. That's so fact. A dead fish. I know that's fact. I'm going with fact. I know. There we go. Hey, I, I just hate it. I'm gonna go false. I'm fishy. No, I don't like the dead fish. I'm Alex, upset. you're false. I'm false. So you're fishy. I'm fact. You're like fact. I, I can see some. Person yeah, some doing nut that. doing yeah. this. It better yeah. not be audience. you. <laughs> fact. <laughs> fact. Oh, so it's like half fact, half fishy. Whoa, that's a lot of fact. All right. I mean, maybe. This is good. This is good. Uh, the answer is fishy. Sorry, oh guys. my! Look at okay, everybody. Just look I'm at gonna me. make that fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah trip's like yes. trip's like. Oh, I just got a really good idea. It's not a bad yeah. idea. Thanks for that. No, he did not. <laughs> kind of cool. Kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Okay, hit us with it. It is cool. Yeah, I think. Pulls out a dead like fish to bring out a ring. You and I would do something like that. Yeah, looking at trip. I, I, You'd kill I a fish. 
I wouldn't kill it. No, no, no. You I go to the grocery store. No, I, yeah, yeah. But that's exactly what I do. You'd have Farm to hire fish, a diver. A rainbow trout out of Mexico, like on yeah. the coast. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. <laughs> out of Mexico. Well, like think about it. Like you'd have to hire a diver. To like, but we di- we we're getting our diving license. I know I can't so wait. So we can so sick. Yeah, we can do it ourselves. So you're gonna move the fish around and make sure it looks like it's alive. No, no, you have to have a diver with the fish. You have to yeah. have the diver Who's hook the fish on it? and maybe do this <laughs> thing. Like, it'd be actually wacky. Super- pretty gross, guys. I think there's some. Wow, you actually have thought of that this. Done that. <laughs> That's the weirdest part about this whole thing. I love okay, it. this is only an hour uh, podcast. Okay, okay so uh, fact of fishy. <laughs> number two, fact yeah. of fishy. A woman, a woman woke up one morning itching to fish, but at the same time, she wanted to get some exercise. So she decided to fish from her stand-up paddleboard on her lake at her cottage. First cast, the woman hooked into something immense, immense strength, with, with immense strength. Mitch, you wrote this? No, you wrote this. Oh, I wrote this. <laughs> uh, pulling her across the entire <laughs> lake. Um, kids from the other cottages thought it was a motorized stand-up paddleboard. True fact of fishing. So a woman on a paddleboard caught a fish and pulled her around. Yeah, pretty much. Fact. Super fact. For yeah. sure. It's fact. like old man in the it. sea, right? That happens all the time. <laughs> I a fact that too. It's a great like, book. That happens yeah. all the time. Okay, I guess that's, that's actually the happened. There. <laughs> everybody says everybody. <laughs> it's the only one I wrote. That Mitch wrote the other one. What so is it? Fact or fishy? It's false. That's what? fishy. There's no what you guys thought that was true. Well, yeah, it's, it's happened to me. You got to talk to. S- Oh, that happens to talk to some of the people on George. There's people that have that experience. This is a great segment. I'm okay. What? Michaela? Yeah, it was fishy. That was a fishy story, but that's like story. so evil to happen. So yeah. then the next two are real. Okay, it's No, because they might all be fishy. He might have all written. Uh, I don't see, know. We need to be more strategic. You might have written all fishy stories. No, yeah. Like, you don't know if this, is, this next one's true. Well, it probably, it probably isn't because it's two fishies right now, right? You probably just wrote all fishy. <laughs> Let's just see where this goes. Okay. Let's just see where this goes. Do we have a troll on the team here? I'm We're definitely going to have to. Good. Think, actually, we need to think less about this. Yeah. It's, it's really working. Okay, lay it on me. I'm ready. Yeah, okay. Ready, okay. Uh, fact or fishy? <laughs> uh, this is written from the perspective by someone named Billy. Billy. <laughs> fishy. <laughs> That's for sure made up. Okay, go, yeah. Uh, one spring, my friend Johnny, his father. <laughs> so Johnny <fake>. and Billy? <laughs> That's so the only thinking of white people names. He's yeah. like, uh, Johnny and Billy. Billy. I don't know. Uh, that's what white people are called, right? <laughs> uh, okay, keep going. Well, no, it's true. I have Scottish background. My dad's name is John. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> right. So one spring, my friend Johnny, his father, and his brother went ice fishing at a local lake. They were fishing, they were fishing shallow in about three or four feet of water. After, after a while, Johnny's father and brother decided to take a little break. Uh, they leave their ice fishing poles and grab a cup of coffee. Then Johnny's dad says to Johnny's brother, Hey, where's your fishing pole, Johnny? Or, wait, who's Johnny? Anyways. Johnny? <laughs> Johnny's brother looks, looks around and says, I don't know. At the same time, Johnny's looking into the ice fishing hole and sees a line moving across the bottom. He hooks it with his jig and starts pulling it up. He pulls up his brother's pole and the fish that pulled it under as well. No way! <laughs> they both replied. <laughs> Everyone started Jesus. laughing in amazement. It was a nice little about 11-inch fish that they pulled out of the uh, pulled out with the fishing pole under the ice. Fact or fishy? I don't even actually know what happened. I'm gonna go fact. I'm gonna say I fact. I'm gonna fact. Yeah, everyone listening? Yeah, I was listening. I just don't know what's going on. It's a beautifully read story. I feel like I, I see this that, happen so. on my dock all the time. That's happened to me before, actually. Ice fishing. What happened? Mm. A flo- so a rod gets sucked <laughs> under by a fish, and then another hole. Ice 
fishing rod catches that rod oh, and brings okay. it up. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It happens. Oh, that's fact. Wild. That's fact. It's fact, guys. That's oh, fact. It's we fact. did it. We Seriously? did it together. Good one, yeah. studio audience. Did you make up the names? Huh? Did, did you, you make, make up, the, up names? the Johnny and Billy? Well, you rewrote it. No, oh I didn't write God. that. Okay, let's get to the last one. All right. <laughs> last one. Fact or fishy? And this one could be fishy because I've never heard a story like this before. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even. Know. Okay. Okay. So a fisherman was, a fisherman was hoping to catch. Sorry, hoping to hook a specimen worth a hundred hundreds of dollars one Sunday in an Indonesian fishing tournament. But when he. Okay. Re- Although. <laughs> sorry, keep going. I have no self confidence because of you. <laughs> yeah. So made up. Okay. Uh, but when he reeled in his line, he was shocked to discover the big one he landed was no fish. Instead, he had hooked a lifeless human body. Jesus. Okay, we just got dark here. I uh, did. Filson? It's dead. That's did crazy. the lights just go down? I did get dark. Fact? Fact. That's probably a fact. You guys out Trip? there? I can make that story. Man, ever? That I had a client that what? had a similar scenario. No. No way. In an area in which you guys are from. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Somebody Ooh. hooked there a dead body? In Italy? No. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> Ottawa. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Some. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I think that's fact. It'll wow, that's crazy. Mitch is Portuguese. Okay. The Portuguese. <laughs> 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 this story is fact. Wow. That's Ooh. crazy, man. Ooh. Gross. Okay. Well, in- outro us, man. What's your outro? Outro. Uh, I don't have an outro. Oh, uh, well, thank you for listening to Yilma's Factor Fishy. <laughs> Cool. We'll have to find a sound effect. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. I kind of like wow. that. I dig. I uh, yeah. Yeah. I digged it. Yeah, I dug it. It's a good. Uh, cool. I think it's gonna be a good new segment. Yeah. 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 Well, I just hope there's enough stories out there that are like you know as interesting. Well, as you can just make them up too, right? Yeah. Well, it's fishy. Does yeah. it have to be divided into? Two? No, it could be no, all you, false. It could be could all be. true. <gasps> Math. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Uh, before <laughs> we wind this down, I just want to quickly touch on you guys just started a blog together like a like an Ontario fly fishing guide branded thing yeah you want to explain that just a little bit quickly <laughs> before we wrap things yeah. up points to me uh, I don't know yeah actually it's funny <laughs> we we're having we're talking we're how do I start to say this so we were in a meeting uh for an awesome partnership strategy and actually the guy who uh we were talking to with his girlfriend he does this really awesome stuff and he's like oh you guys should start an Instagram together me and my girlfriend do and it's just awesome you know to showcase what they do together and if they have fun um, you know, so we wanted to start Ontario Fly Guides. That's our Instagram handle just to showcase what we do on a daily basis, you know, so it's going to have our clients. It's going to have, you know, what we work for, calm waters, fly fishing, grindstone angling, um, and just us together, you know, just working our way up and, and being fishy together. Super cool. Awesome. I think like from my point of view, a perspective with it is, is to, uh, showcase, uh, the unseen side of fly fishing. Totally. Like, I mean, I'm there's falling. a lot of shit that goes on when we're out there and doing our thing that does not get documented at any level. And I would like to expose that, like, like what the knots it takes. We had? Like, the blood, sweat, and tears of it, not just that sexy fish at the end of the day you got your photo with. Yeah. Right. I want to show some, like, nitty-gritty. I want to show people the bleeding, that goes into crying, it. Yeah. Totally. whining, moaning, pissing their pants, because that's, like... That's like me, every I, fishing trip. I, yeah, <laughs> I see so much of that, man. Yeah, so much of it. Yeah, and, like that's that's what I want especially people to see. Especially like, the piss of the pants, the pants part. Yeah. <laughs> and especially for us, you know, people are like, "Oh, you're a guide. You've done this forever. You yeah. know, I don't know if I could ever be with you." And it's got to be the sport has to be accessible. Yeah, you know, 100%. I don't yeah. want it to be intimidating. It's I'm intimidated still getting on the river, and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 
I mean, the knots that we had the other day were absolutely hilarious. Sorry, can I, like, intimidated how? You know, just what the river's doing, right? So, you know, what is the river doing? Am I going to catch something? Look at all these men that are beside Mm -hmm. me. Look at my boyfriend. Look at my father. You know, just some of the best. look at your boyfriend. Looking looking like a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Like cheddar cheese. Um, (laughs) No, it's honestly. (laughs) Especially Southern Ontario. It can be intimidating. Well, there's just so many people. There's so on the many river. people. There's yeah. so many people on the river. So right? many people, yeah. you know, and it's a different sport. And I don't want to just talk about you know being a woman in this, but it is. I do get people asking me, you know, oh, I didn't know you would fly fish, and you know, it's. I meet a lot of girls and and women that are saying, you know, I I want to try something different. I want to go outside and into nature, or you know, I'm too busy, or I, I don't. Maybe I'll ask my boyfriend. You know, I really want them to know that this is something they can just go out and do. Yeah. You know, with somebody who is real and gets vulnerable too and and just happens to fish a lot yeah Yeah. you know so it's it's important for me that people know that definitely super rad that was a good show guys the one thing i just want to oh please take a quick note on is this store actually this store is it's beautiful super rad i don't get too Mm. comfortable in clothing stores yeah this one i'm very comfortable in yeah. it's because like you're sitting in a very comfortable wing back chair we do feel right at home though we're no surrounded but it's by a, like it's tri- it's a customer service too man it's the clothing it's yeah. just the atmosphere what a great shot for one like the skylights oh, the natural light. Right. it is yeah. nice yes. yeah and there's a huge canoe just sitting above us here and it's really homey mm-hmm. oh man it's really cool and in toronto check it out if there's one woman <laughs> in this universe i want to impress it's mother nature yeah and this Excuse these me. Clo- <laughs> the, these clothing attires. It's serious. She she would yeah. turn on. Pretty oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't checked <laughs> it out, check it out. This is my lumber black. This is some very sexy nice. outfit attire. Like yeah, yeah. I You'll want some of this. I believe that's her slogan. Filson, turn shopping. on Mother Nature. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that should be it. <laughs> you guys are marketing. You guys are marketing. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Did you want to, Mitchie's Mitchie's Fishies Five? I thought we yes. were done. Ugh. No, I think that's it. Wow. We've met you. Just just ready to <laughs> blow out of here. Right. Yeah. Kidding. Cool. Great. Well, how about Trip, Alex? Who do you work for? How can people book you? How can they find you? Um, what are your Instagram handles? Do you have emails? Do you have phone numbers? No, don't give out your phone number. My social insurance number? Security number? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Banking <laughs> information. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. guides. We don't have any of that. We don't <laughs> have money? We're fly fishing guides. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Uh, so I uh, maybe Oh, sorry. And what areas you guys like specialize in? Like which rivers? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. We're, it's funny. We're, we're very different that way. So yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, my name is Alex Parks, and I work for Calm Waters Fly Fishing, which is family owned. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Jeff Parks, but he is the owner and operator, and he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, you can book me through the site. You can contact me directly. I've got quite a few people that book me through my Instagram, which is at Ontario Fly Girl. Uh, you'll also find my email on there as well. Uh, or just shoot me a message. You know, ask for some tips. Ask if, you know, we can spend a day just learning how to cast. It's It should be a good day. You know, no intimidation. It's a great time. Uh, I fish around the uh, Grand Paris Fergus. I'm always up at the Maitland as well, up in Godrich area, uh, and the Credit as well. So you can find me around. I'm driving. I'm also a uh, a technology career coach as well. So I'm doing both of them together, really trying to get people out of the office and into nature through fly fishing. Nice, nice. I, and I will say, you know, we spent a day with Alex on the Maitland, yep. and it was an awesome day. Bass, super fishing. fun. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. We haven't got the chance to trout fish together yet, but our bass fishing experiences have been amazing. Yeah, awesome. if you haven't gotten out with Alex, do it. Book yeah. a trip. Thanks, guys. And yeah. trip, how can people find you? Mm. 
You gotta hunt me on the river. <laughs> You'll find me where the fish are. He's being devious. You <laughs> just, just go to the soggy and open a six pack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Play technotronic. Just, just move appear. It. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I uh, work for Grindstone Angling. You can reach me through that. I will be able to be reached through Jeff Parks and Calmwater. Um, and you can get me through any social media in which I'm affiliated with. Um, pretty easy to find. What's your um, handle? Trip underscore Fontaine. Nice. Ah. <laughs> like an actor's name. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah. it's a character yeah, from a the character. Virgin Suicide. Oh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. 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 Old news, yeah, 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 I know. Remember I the first podcast we yeah, did with them? Oh, the how can people find SoFly, baby? Oh, my God, baby. Uh, you can find us at the SoFly crew on Instagram. Uh, you can find us uh, if you want to email us with uh, any questions or even if you missed how to get in contact with our lovely guests here, you can uh, find us at gmail, thesoflycrew at gmail.com. Of course, you can find all of our content at sofly.ca. That's our podcasts, our videos, and our photos. Um, I know we'll be making some content for these two guys uh, over the summer. Oh, yeah. Which is going to be Can't awesome. wait for that, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where you can find us. And that's it for me, Aldo. Uh, Phil, thanks to Philson. Thanks to... Uh, nice hat, man. Oh, I know, hey? New Philson hat. I know. It looks really good. Oh, looks I'm going to really wear good, this yeah. first day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, opening day outfits. Yep. What's everybody wearing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll, we'll coordinate. Waiters and nothing else? <laughs> we'll coordinate. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Waiters and nothing else sounds pretty cool. I, I can uh, think it doesn't that. Uh, no? Oh, it's sweaty. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for coming out to Filson. Yeah. Thanks yeah, so thank much you. for hanging out. Thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you, Filson thank too. You, thank you, thank you guys thank are you. rad. It's a great yeah, show. Thanks, special thanks to, to Will fun. and his team here at, uh, at yes. Filson. Absolutely. Yes. Thanks, Yoma, for your new segment. Thank you, Forty Creek Whiskey. Yeah, thank you, Forty mm-hmm. Creek Whiskey. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Fish Brain, too. We'll do the talking points later. That's it for me, Mitch Aldo. Hey, bye. And Yoma. Bye. Trip, Alex. Bye, guys. Peace out, homies.